Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. Happy New Year to all the people who are listening. And this is a new series called Arrow Lines. We're going to talk about those lines in between these numbers because they mean a whole lot. They can be confusing for people, especially when you're learning the Enneagram. All right. So let's go intro music. Finding help for your mental and emotional struggles can be challenging. With so many barriers like cost and even feeling safe looking for a counselor can be tricky. So I know it's hard. And you know, the worst part is you really don't have the time or mental space to be trying to figure out how to find a counselor when you're having personal struggles. So thanks to BetterHelp, they are built on making counseling accessible, affordable, convenient so that anyone who's having struggles in their life can actually get the help they need at any time and anywhere, which is so important, especially now. All the professionals are licensed, trained, experienced, and accredited. And what I love so much about them is that they have a diverse group of counselors with a broad and various amounts of different backgrounds to help all their different clients. If you need some help, try BetterHelp. You can get a 10% off discount from your first month when you go to betterhelp.com forward slash do it. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash D-O-I-T. All right, we're talking about the type eight. So the Enneagram symbol has so much wisdom and intelligence in it, it's ridiculous. It blows my mind. The more I learn about the Enneagram, the deeper I get into it, just how it's constructed in a way that has this ancient wisdom and knowledge to it that just seems to work over and over and over and over again, which I love about it. And so the Enneagram has a lot of things going on with it. If you look at it, it's made up of different triangles, really. There are some lines that are not there that we're not going to talk about the Hernavian triads on this episode. But There are lines, and it kind of can be made up of three different triangles in certain ways. not going to go into that. Don't get too stuck in that. But that's for a future episode, just preparing and priming your knowledge if you don't already know. And one of the things that is also the growth path actually connects with some of these lines is the law of three and the law of seven. I'm not going to explain what they really are here, but part of it is how do things come into fruition and the actual growth and journey that we go on, the ups, the downs, and all the way arounds, basically. So each number is connected to another number for a specific reason. It's not just random. So we're talking about type eight. The eight is literally connected to the two numbers of things it really, really needs. Eights are connected with twos who are great at being warm, being a little bit softer with energy, being gentle going forward, being loving, being a little bit more open, a little bit more vulnerable. They're great with those things, right? And then they're connected to the five, which says, let me reserve, let me conserve, let me hold back 
Let me think about it. Let me actually watch my energy, my personal resources, and let me actually be more strategic and think about what I'm going to do before I do it, right? So you have one end that gives a softer touch and then one end that helps to think more, which is really, really helpful for the type eight. And there's many more ways that those two connect to it. All right, so as we're going into this, some of the old terminologies you may have heard reading a book or anything was integration and disintegration. We don't really use that anymore because the connotation of disintegration just don't work anymore with when you're trying to talk to people about their personalities. So we've kind of done away with that in most communities in Enneagram that I know of, but I know some people who probably still use it. But we don't use it for the most part of the current people that I know and communities I know. Now, stress and security are still super relevant points, and they're very important because stress and security— these two, and this is the name that's been given to one of the arrows. One is like they consider the stress arrow and one considered the security arrow to a certain degree, right? So this is important to note because when we talk about stress and security, we're not talking about you work so hard, now you're stressed out. We're talking about your ego is seeing or feeling some type of stress or your ego is feeling insecure about something. So it's not like you feel physically insecure somewhere. No, 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 no. This is an ego insecurity or ego stress. And so you can be having a great day, but that one person who you've had issues with or has had this impact on your life, feel some type of way, put stress on your ego. So you may shift a little bit to another number or you feel insecure when you're around this type of person. So you may shift a little bit to this number, right? And remember, we don't go to that number. We don't become that number, but we will probably exhibit traits. We do exhibit traits and different qualities of these arrows that we're linked to, all right? The direction of the arrows do matter, and I'm going to explain that in a little bit. So the type eight has one arrow pointing towards the type five, okay? Remember this. So the eight has an arrow that points towards the type five. There's an arrow coming from it going to the five, right? And then the eight has another arrow pointing towards it from the type two, okay? So the eight has an arrow coming to it, and it's coming from the two. So going with the arrow would be considered going towards the five, okay? I'm going to say it again. Going with the arrow would be considered going towards the type five. And then going against the arrow would be considered an eight going towards the two, and I'm using this now because I'm going to explain it a little bit later. The direction matters, right? And trying to do growth. Now, type five, going with the arrow is considered the stress point for type eight on the lower side. Okay, I'm going to say that again. The type five going with the arrow is considered the stress point for type eight on the lower side. So the eight going to the five on the low side or unhealthy side is called the stress arrow. Now, I want to give credit to Beatrice Chestnut and Uranio Pius. Uranio Pius, because the CP Enneagram is where I've gotten some of this information from. It is a collaboration of their wonderful work with the Enneagram and also some things that I've seen and experienced and other, you know, wonderful teachers I've had the blessing of learning under. So I want to make sure I explain that. And so when the type eight is going towards the five. On the higher side, it's called the resolution arrow from what CP Enneagram has come up with. And I love that uh, definition of it, okay? And you can kind of start to put it together in your mind. We'll get to it a little bit later. Now, the type two going against the arrow for the eight going towards the type two is considered the security point on the lower side. And on the higher side, the 
eight going towards or against the arrow to the type two is called the energizing arrow. And if we think about it from the standpoint of that, you're trying to get the right energy to be able to get to the resolution. That's how it works, okay? Because our types are wired in a certain way. Eights are wired in a certain way, right? Your energy is wired in a certain way. If you're an eight and you've met another eight, then you know that y'all are both wired in a really interesting way. Whether you like them or not, you know there's some wiring there that's like pretty hardwired, pretty strong, right? So in order for us to kind of get out of being stuck in our ego, in our personality, which happens, we have to be able to shift and get a little bit different energy within ourselves to be able to move towards a resolution point of some key things that our personal Enneagram type is missing or does not readily have available, I guess I would say. So in growth, there is a focus on moving against the arrow first, then towards or with the arrow next, okay? So that's energizing first, then you're moving towards the resolution. So here are some of the benefits of moving towards these arrows. Talking about the lower side. Lower side is an unconscious movement. Consciousness and unconsciousness means basically awareness. So when we lack awareness, and that can look like a lot of things, but it can look like not being present with our head, heart, or body. And this happens all the time for us. Like we're rarely ever present as we can be. And it takes a lot of work. And it takes consistent work, which is the really big thing, but not just a lot, but just consistent work to be really be present and aware of what's happening. So on the lower side, which is more unconscious movement, eights moving towards the two insecurity, they worry more about how others think of them and approval and can even become manipulative in covert ways. And so this is one thing that eight describing themselves on a regular basis would be like, no, no, I'm not worried about what people think, blase, blase, blase. Yeah, when it comes to their ego feeling insecure, so when that eight ego, the way it flexes, the way it kind of can, you know, hold a room down and walk in, when it feels insecure, there's actually, then they move towards the arrow of the two, they actually can feel worry and actually be worried about what people really think about them. And they can start thinking about, am I being approved or appreciating the situation? Can I find a way to do things? And it may shift into being manipulative in covert ways, right? And this is, eights usually, they don't do the covert thing behind the scenes. If they're going to tell you something, they tell you up front. But the thing is, the lower side of the two has a way of trying to manipulate a situation to get out of it what they want, right? Or for eight, it may be to get to win or to feel like they can get the upper hand in the situation. But the ego is insecure, so it may be worrying about these things. So that's something to be aware of. The lower side of the five arrow when eights go there. So eights moving to the five in stress, they become more hidden from people to avoid others seeing their vulnerabilities. They also start to strategize how to crush, defeat, beat, or dominate whatever obstacle, challenge, or opponent that they may have. If they can, you can't defeat all obstacles and challenges. And people, this is not, it's not feasible. It's not possible. Even though the ego of the eight wants to, it's just not actually possible. So one of the things that eights really have to be careful of is that when the ego is stressed, it may actually fall back into saying, hmm, I'm going to go hide myself for a little while so people don't see me. I'm not going to be out there because I've used a, my, my ego has been worn out by whatever situation is happening. And I'm actually going to withdraw 
which is not typically the way that eight's going to handle situations. It's just going to withdraw. But while they're withdrawing, they're kind of strategizing ways to try to come back, to get back to all these type of ways to try to challenge or get something or get over these different things. So eights really have to be careful when they're in that mode as well. And so now on the higher side, we talk about Higher side is a is the conscious movement, right? So this is when you're more aware of what's actually happening. Now, you may have experienced this without having done necessarily a practice that gets you more awareness or presence, but sometimes the environment creates it for us when we don't even realize it, right? But here are some of the ways that what happens to eights when they move towards the two, okay? Eights moving to two as an energizing or the right energy point. I call it the right energy to get the right energy within themselves helps them to express their emotionality in a more gentle, softer, kinder way towards others, and their natural power is not overbearing. So this is when they get the right energy of really knowing how to manage their energy from the standpoint of, like, how can I deliver it in a way that is not going to be overwhelming or dominating to the people out here, but also I can communicate the gentler sides of myself and feel okay. I don't have to feel like, one, like either I'm being weak or that I'm laying down, I'm letting them do what they want type of deal. I can actually communicate those and I feel safe enough to communicate those within this space. And that means that I don't have to be overpowering or I have to let the ego be overpowering and dominating in this situation or controlling. And so it's a beautiful thing. And next, when you have, ace have that right energy, right? They, they can be a little bit soft. They're more in touch with the gentler sides of themselves, it, with themselves and with others. Ace can move towards that resolution point with the arrow, okay? And that moves to the five allows them to really take time to think before moving into action, as well as manage how they choose to use their energy. One thing that can be really difficult for eight sometimes is to not immediately move into action or immediately say what they feel in their bodies to somebody or to something, right? With the five arrow, it helps them to think and process on it. It's like, hmm, do I really want, need, can say this type of thing? Because I know it's easy to do it, but is this something that I actually want to put out there? Or should I sit on this and think about it for a little while? Or is it not needed to be addressed by me right now? Maybe I don't have to be the person to do it. I maybe don't have to be the person to address it, right? Maybe there's other people who can and eventually will, right? And so that's important to note as well. And then at the same time, being able to manage the energy because Eights have so much energy because they're so connected with the emotion of anger. And remember, anger as the emotion, not as a negative emotion, but just purely an emotion. So they have some of the most bodily energy out of all types. Now, with that energy, you still run down that energy. You still get tired. You still can be worn out. And eights know this. And they'll have this tank full of energy or they won't feel it. And they'll just be going on about their day, doing everything all the time. And then all of a sudden, they will be extremely tired and they will be like worn out and then they'll get sick. And then they'll have to wait a while till they get the energy back and they heal back up and then they're back at it again. So being able to get in touch with this resolution point of the five helps them to really start to check in with their body and their energy level. Because fives know their energy level. That's one thing they do know. Fives know about managing their energy and resources. And so one thing that eights have to do is learn how to manage those better. And that's what the arrow for the five does for them. Helps them to really think about the things that they want to put out there and not just move forward doing it without really fully thinking it through. Okay. So 
those things are really important. And to look at it from a practical lens, because I'm always dropping practical lenses on everything that I try to do, even though you can't practical everything. And I'm learning that more and more. Some growth is not about doing at all or being practical, to be honest. But at this level, there are things we can do. So on the lower side, the unconscious movement Become aware. The biggest thing is just become aware. Like when you become aware that you're moving towards the two and you're starting to be a little bit more covertly manipulative or that you are starting to really worry about what people are thinking, the awareness of that will help you to get out of it because now you can start to unpack and figure out what is going on that I actually feel insecure in this situation, right? What is happening where I actually feel like I'm not secure enough to be okay in this situation? My ego is, right? You can explore that. And it's important for Ace to explore because the ego doesn't want to explore that space, right? Anything that says, like, I'm worried, I'm vulnerable anytime, it don't want to explore that space. So allow yourself to explore that and become aware of it, and it will help you to get past it and out of it. Same thing with the type five, when the lower side of the five. If you find yourself withdrawing because you're feeling vulnerable in some type of way or you're feeling, you need to check in and figure out what is going on, right? You need to look at those vulnerabilities for what they truly are and you need to figure out, okay, is this a situation where I'm actually trying to protect myself or am I actually just trying to cover up and protect my ego and then come back striking harder than ever or look stronger than ever when I come out of this? So you got to watch that because that can be actually not be beneficial for type eights who really want to do the work and grow. Okay. Now, on the higher side, some of the practical things you can do, remember, we look at what do these types do on a regular basis on the higher side. That's when you get creative, right? Maybe some tools that you know in your life. Maybe you're seeing things. And what are some beautiful things they do on the higher side that helps them, right, to truly utilize some of the higher essence qualities that they do have. So for the type A, looking at the two, we want to go, remember, going against the arrow to get that right energy. Some things twos do is the way that they are super warm with people. They are super warm with people and they really care about people's feelings, right? So twos know how to adjust and adapt to connect with different types of people. They don't have to come one way. Like sometimes eights, they bring it one way and like, hey, these people like me, these people don't. But there's enough in us where we can shift, where we can soften and to connect to people. Twos know how to do that really well. Something else twos do, they do very sometimes very nice sentimental things for people. That's just very gentle, heartwarming things. And it doesn't have to necessarily be seen, but they do things that are extremely helpful and caring to people. So maybe it's like writing a personal, nice, helpful letter to somebody who may actually need it, right? It's things like that that take time and connect you deeper with your heart so that you're actually able to change and shift some of that energy, right? So that's a few things, but there are so many. You have to be creative about it and do some of your own research to stretch yourself, right? So now when eights have that right energy within them, which is more along the lines of being, you know, more in touch with their softer, kinder, more gentle parts, and actually being able to temper and like watch for their, how much power that they actually exude and have and manage it better and use it to empower and not always to take power or to be the power in the room, they're able to move to that resolution point. And some things that fives do, fives, we all know, Fives take their time doing things. A lot of times, fives, they are meticulous in the way that they do things. They organize things in a way that is wonderful, but they are logically trying to put together different things. Sometimes, 
eights, the energy and the information from the body overwhelms their ability to maybe fully look at situations in a really, really logical sense, right? There's a practical sense to it, but it's not always completely a logical sense. And there's a little bit of a different distinction there because it's the difference between looking at something from maybe a scientist perspective of like really creating observations, creating questions around the situations rather than the body saying, oh, I already know this. I experienced this. I've seen this person. I know they're going to do this. This is why they do this, right? The body kind of comes to a conclusion already about certain things, whereas the five and the thinking part of ourselves strategic, it thinks more of like in questions. And so it kind of questions us, which gives us a little bit more opening to really consider more than we already know because we've seen such and such and we we know such and such. So that's one way to add more questions. Fives are curious. So as an eight, adding more questions to situations that your body feel like it already knows the answer to, right? You know, if somebody acts like this, like, well, why do they act like that? What could have put that together, right? So trying to think in those ways can help. Taking time to be alone more to actually maybe engage something that you really like, some information to get really lost in it and to really delve down deep into it is a beautiful way also of exercising some of that resolution point. And it's a beautiful way of managing your energy. And so then it's this process of looking at and thinking, it's like, hmm, let me step back and think. So being very creative in the way that you may um, utilize some of the energy of a five, just kind of be observant of a five and see some things that they do because they make sure that they manage their energy in ways that most of us do not. So that's very important. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that made sense because uh, arrows can be tricky when you first learn the Enneagram. Give it a moment to kind of soak in and set in. Um, but I really hope that that's helpful. And that's all I have for this episode. So I'm super excited for the rest of this year, things coming up. Continuously do your inner work. I encourage you as eights to drop in and do the inner work that can be difficult for every single person, but especially eights to a certain degree, because getting in and really being more gentle and more soft. And I'm talking about to yourself, not even just, yeah, it's, it's great. We're talking about other people. That'll come when you're actually able to do it with yourself first, okay? So being more gentle, more loving, more kind to yourself in the work that you do, in the communities you impact is going to do, be monumental for actually helping you to grow, okay? And not just be fully enraptured in eight mode, okay? Which is very important. So, if you feel your ego is starting to flare up uh, and act a fool and trying to take over, take a deep breath, breathe, become more present, a little bit more aware and conscious, and do it for the gram, the Enneagram, of course, and make a better choice. We'll see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Bye.